Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom here from the land of Israel. We're about an hour away from Shabbat or so, and I uh, just wanted to spend a moment uh, to just go live on our mission week, just to share uh, a word with you just now as we press in uh, and just uh, have that moment together. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to share the word. I hope you enjoyed the message that we shared yesterday. Yesterday, as we were talking about um, the Spirit gives life, we're talking about the importance of the supernatural. And, you know, uh, I haven't got my finger in the page just now, but if we, we turn to uh, John uh, chapter f- uh, 14, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, one of the things that we were talking about, uh, and one of the things that, you know, I just really wanted to emphasize is the importance that. You know, Yeshua has so much to say to us, but if we don't have the Spirit, you won't be able to retain or understand the word of Yahovah. Anyway, we're just, uh, you know, we're going to continue really on what we were sharing last night. And, uh, you know, if you are tuning in right now, just give us a shout out on the the comment section. I know it's very early compared to the times that we normally go live, but just give us a shout out. Let us know you're watching. I know we've got uh, Esther from uh, from Australia with us. Good to see you, Esther. Thanks for joining with us. The wee hours of the morning there in Australia. Hallelujah. Um, I'm just having a look. We didn't have our feeds on, so I wasn't sure if anyone is giving us a shout-out. But if you're there, just give us a shout-out just now. Even if you've given us a shout-out before, you can give us a shout-out again so that we can see you coming up on the comment section. If not, uh, just uh, when you do tune in, just uh, leave your comments on the feed. It will be great to hear from you. Hallelujah. So what are we talking about? The Spirit gives life. And as I was pressing in today, there's one thing we want as Bulldozer Faith. It's the importance of living life in the Spirit. So we're going to press into a word right now. Again, focused on uh, the supernatural and living by the Spirit and the importance of the Spirit. Don't leave until you receive power from on high. If you come to faith in Messiah, you've got to get to that place where you are walking in Yeshua. Don't leave to try and live this life uh, for Yehovah without the Spirit. We need the Spirit of truth. So, Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, for your life in us. I thank you that we are born again of the Ruach HaKodesh. We're born again of the Spirit. May we be um, empowered uh, by your Spirit today. May we be equipped by your Spirit for the purpose of bringing your kingdom to this generation. As we spend some time in the Word I pray, Father, that you will minister to the hearts of everyone that's listening. We also pray for all those that will listen on podcasts later uh, from all the platforms around the world. We appreciate you joining with us as well in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So anyway, Isaiah chapter 11. What an amazing scripture we read here in verse 1. A shoot will come up. 
from the stump of Jesse, from his root a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of Yahovah will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of Yahovah, and he will delight in the fear of Yahovah. What a loaded portion of scripture. Of course, we see that fulfillment take place in Matthew chapter 3. If you just keep your finger in that uh, scripture, turn to Matthew chapter 3 or just listen, it's up to you. Depends on what you're doing. You might be driving, you might be at work right now, uh, based on your time zone. But in Matthew chapter t uh, 3, uh, verse 16, you know, after Yeshua is uh, immersed by Yohanan ben Zachariah, and, you know, he's like, oh, I don't want to baptize you. I'm not even worthy to hold the thongs of your sandals. And Yeshua replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. And what's amazing about this portion, he's not saying because all righteousness is fulfilled because of this act, that there's no longer uh, any righteousness anymore. It's all been done away with because it's all fulfilled. And some people think that about the law uh, of Moshe. They think, well, you know, Yeshua, he came, he fulfilled it all. So now it has no relevance. It has great relevance. Then Yohanan consented and he he immersed Yeshua. Verse 16, as soon as Yeshua was mikvahed, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open and he saw the spirit of Elohim descend like a dove and lightning, uh, lightning on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. We hear the voice from heaven, the voice speaking. And, you know, what did some people hear? Some people just heard the thunder. They heard the noise. And you go back to Exodus chapter 20, when the commandments are being given, it was like the thunder, the noise of Yehovah as he is thundering forth his word. And I truly believe that if you have an ear, hear what the Spirit's saying. But there's people who don't have an ear. There's people who can be sitting in the presence of a mighty God and, and hearing the word, but not hearing the word because they have not surrendered their life to Yehovah and they're not walking in the spirit. You know, we have assemblies, churches and uh, Christian denominations filled with thousands of people all across the world who believe they are saved because they prayed a prayer, but they have no relationship with Yehovah. Well, they go to council and the council is like, you know, well, what's going on? Well, I have no connection with God. I don't hear his voice. I don't know how to live my life. I have no power in the spirit. And they go through all these things and the council is like, well, you know, you prayed the prayer, didn't you? Didn't you lift your hand, pray the prayer? You know, did you write the day you got saved in the front of your Bible? Well, just look at that. If you prayed the prayer, that's it. You're saved. But let me tell you something. Salvation is more than just saying a prayer. It's not abracadabra, now you're saved. Yes, it's supernatural to be born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. But we need teshuva. We need to repent. We need to renounce our former ways. And we need to come into that place to walk 
and serve Yahovah. And you know, the reason why I love this portion of scripture in Isaiah chapter 11, because we see the fulfillment in the immersion that takes place in Yeshua. And as the children of Israel came out of Egypt and came through the Red Sea on the dry ground, what does that represent? It represents them dying, coming through the immersion, coming through that place from slavery into freedom. Hallelujah. Crossing over from death to life. And that's what happens to us when we are born again of the Spirit. The old man, we bury the old man. Hallelujah. We bury the old man in the waters of immersion, of baptism, and we rise up in the new and we ask for the Ruach HaKodesh to pour out upon our lives. And that's what we see in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. The Spirit of Yahovah, of Elohim, coming down on Yeshua. And that's what we want to see within our lives. We want to see the Spirit of the living God coming upon our lives. Are you ready to be empowered, to be strengthened? Because this is an ongoing thing that we are called to walk in. Hallelujah. And we want to walk in the fullness of what the Father has for us. So the shoot that will come out from the stump of Jesse, you know, from the line of David will come forth the Messiah. This is prophetic writings that are fulfilled in Yeshua, the Messiah. Hallelujah. But we look at the Spirit. What do we see in relationship to the Spirit, we see in verse 2, the Spirit of Yehovah will rest on him. This was written, you know, 1600 years, 1200 to 1600 years before Messiah. And that's exactly what happened. The Spirit rested upon Yeshua, the root of Jesse, proclaiming, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, this is what we need. We don't need the wisdom of this world because Elohim will confound the wisdom of the world. He will bring his wisdom even to those who have no education. You don't have to have an education. We just need to have the ability to hear his voice. Do you know the voice of the Spirit? So what's uh, the Spirit of Yehovah going to do? It's going to give you wisdom. Hallelujah. And what do we understand when it comes to wisdom? What's important about wisdom? If we go to the book of James, uh, another one of my favorite scriptures, which I love and I encourage you, meditate on this word and, and really press in to this word because what does the devil want to do? He wants you so screwed up. He wants you to be double-minded. He wants you to think that God hates you, is judging you. You know, God's just that big ogre up there with a big stick to whack you. That's not the God I serve, and it's certainly not the God of the Scriptures. But in James chapter 1, verse 2, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance, Perseverance must finish its work. Oh, bye. Whew. Perseverance must finish its work. What does it mean to persevere? You're almost there. Come on. You keep going. Keep pressing forward. You're almost on the brink of the miracle. Press forward. Don't give up. This is the hour of the miraculous. This is the hour of the breakthrough in the spirit. This is the hour of the victory. This is the hour of the manifestation of the purposes of Yahovah over your life, over my life. This is the day of salvation. 
Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. You may be mature. You may be perfect is another word we see used in Ephesians uh, chapter 2. You may be perfect. You may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Can you imagine getting to that place where you realize you lack nothing? So what circumstances are before you today? What things are you facing? And also, how do we stand in the gap on behalf of others who don't have faith, who don't have the ability to stand? Do you understand that we have authority in the spirit for breakthrough? This is the hour of breakthrough. I'm standing in the gap today, praying for this nation in Israel. I'm praying for my community. Father, will you pour out your spirit on this community as I walk the streets of this community? Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. I proclaim that this the streets of this community will witness signs and wonders and miracles of a mighty God. And I'm, I'm asking the Father, what's the key that unlocks this area? What's the key that will unlock this nation? There are keys that the Father wants to give us. You know, we, we want the keys of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And what does it say in verse 5 of James chapter 1? If any of you lacks wisdom, if any of you lacks wisdom. So, you know, when we look here back in, uh, uh, in Isaiah chapter 11, it's very interesting. It talks about the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And, you know, we see wisdom and understanding joined together so often. Wisdom and understanding. Wisdom and understanding. And I believe what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying right now, I'm not just going to give you wisdom, but I'm going to give you understanding. It's one thing to know. It's another thing to know how to apply what we know and what we are hearing. So if you lack wisdom, he should ask Elohim. Why? Because this is not about your 700 hours in, uh, uh, you know, Bible school that's going to give you the answers for the breakthrough. If you lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask Elohim. And what's he going to do? He's going to give generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to him. I love that. It says generous. We have a generous God that wants to lavish his goodness upon your life, upon my life. He wants to lavish his goodness on this broken world. I want to be a carrier of the generosity of a mighty God to this uh, generation, don't you? You know, I hope you get fired up with the desire to share your faith, to minister the words of truth. So when you come to these scriptures, and when you're going through these scriptures, you know, make sure you're not focused just on me, myself, and I, the unholy trinity. You know, look, the Father wants you blessed. He wants you blessed to be a blessing, he doesn't want you blessed full stop just to be blessed. He wants you blessed to be a blessing. You know, I love what Yeshua said um, in uh, John chapter 14. He talks about the love we have for one another. Uh, you know, we see that in chapter uh, 13 through to chapter 17 of the book of John. And I encourage you this week, just chapter 13 to 17, just go through, read it over and over and say, Ruach HaKodesh, speak to me through this word. I want to receive this word. So what does the Father do? He gives generously to all without finding fault. What does that mean, without finding fault? He's not saying...
saying, wait a second, you know, do you qualify? He's not saying, let me just look at your history and see what you've been through to see if I should give you wisdom. No, you have no fault in Messiah. We are uh, covered in the blood of Yeshua. These promises of the scripture belong to those who are in Yeshua. And how do I know that? I know that because in John chapter 14, uh, let's go there. John chapter 14, what does it say? Yeshua says in verse 6, I am the way, the way to the Father. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There is no other way. You can't be a religious Jew. You can't be someone who is just passionate for the Father. If you reject Yeshua of Nazareth, you have rejected uh, Abba Father, you've rejected Yehovah. So we can only come to the Father through the Son. So, you know, the Father is not going to find fault if you're in Yeshua because we stand in His righteousness. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. But what is the condition of us receiving the wisdom? Well, firstly, what we talked about yesterday is understanding who you are. You know, we've got to know who we are in the Spirit. But when we ask, when you ask, when I ask, we must believe. I'm making this personal now in the, in the Scripture. We must believe and not doubt because he who doubts is like the wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. You know, you know, doubt is a real thing. Many people doubt, especially, you know, it's one of the strategies of the enemy to stop you from walking in the promises of Yehovah. What, you mean God wants to heal you? You mean he wants to give you good things? Uh, you mean the, the creator of the universe wants to speak through your mouth? What, you mean that he's going to heal through your hands? Huh, who do you think you are? The enemy wants you to doubt. And when you're in that place of trial, and this is what I love about this section in James chapter 1, consider it pure joy. You have got to take time to ponder over what you are facing and understand who Yehovah is in the midst of what you are going through. So why are you going through the things you're going through? You know, you might be saying, it's not fair. I don't deserve to be going through the things that I'm going through. But let me tell you something. Hasatan, he hates you. He doesn't want you to succeed. Those who live by the flesh, what did David say in the Psalms? You know, a, a thousand by my uh, side, uh, 10,000 by my right hand. And, and what's he talking about? The enemy is coming against me to devour me. But... I'm going to see Yehovah rise up and defeat my enemy. Why? Because I have considered what I am facing. I've considered it pure joy in the midst of this trial. I have to make a conscious decision. The very effects, the problems and everything I'm facing in my life. You know, Father, thank you for putting me here today. Thank you for me being right here, right now. I'm going to be content in the spirit because I know that if I have the joy of Yehovah, I have everything. So I can be content when I'm blessed. I can be content when I'm in lack. I can be content when we have abundance on, of provision on our table and I can be content when we are in need. I know what it is to bless when I have and I know what it is not to have but you know listen to have is always better 
But do we know the joy? Are we in that place where we're recognizing, you know what, if I doubt, if I doubt, I'm not going to see the promises of Yehovah. And, and, and why? What's the key to this? And, you know, the key, James goes on to explain, you know, if you don't doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea. And I love standing on the beach and you watch those waves. And, you know, you watch those surfers trying to read the waves and, and find that wave. When you're dealing with the waves of the sea, it's not a consistent simulation of one wave after the next. They're not all the same. Everything is different. They come from different directions. Here comes a wave. Can you get up and surf that wave? Oh, it looks like it's going to be a good one. Oh, no, it's not a good one. Okay, I'll have to go out a little bit further. And you, you, you change your position. You're trying to find where's the best place to ride the best wave. So what do we understand about the waves of the sea? They're all over the place. There's no consistency. There's no order. You've got to try and, and, and deal with the wind and, and deal with all of the elements to establish, can I read, can I uh, you know, break through these waves? I used to uh, drive a speedboat in the south of Spain in the Mediterranean. And you know, when we were taking uh, the people out on the, pulling these big uh, donuts and all that type of stuff, what we had to do is learn how to read the waves so we didn't lose the people who were on the ride behind us. So we had to power in in the right way and we had to make sure that they weren't getting caught in the wrong place because if they hit that wave wrong, what goes on? They get whipped off uh, of uh, the donut or whatever you're pulling, uh, the sausage log thing we used to pull as well. And, you know, people can get hurt and get injured, so you want it to be a safe ride. But what we understand about the waves, there's so many waves going in so many different directions. And what we don't want to do in the spirit is be diluted by the thoughts and the understandings of so many people. We don't need a hundred opinions we need to know if we hear an opinion or we hear someone speaking, and what's an opinion? It's something that's identified without evidence. So this is my opinion. What I'm saying is, this is what I think, but I've not researched this to the full, so I don't really know the answer. So when you've got all these different opinions out there, we've got to test those opinions against the Scripture. And that's what I love about uh, dealing with double-mindedness, dealing with doubt. How do we deal with it? We get filled with the Word of Yehovah. So when we hear a word, we test it against the Word. And when we test it against the Word and it comes up as truth, the truth, you know, you can have truth, you know, I'm holding an apple in my hand, that's true, but that truth is not going to change your life. The truth of Yeshua, the truth of His wisdom, the truth of His understanding is going to bring transformation to my life. So we want to be filled with His truth. We want to identify what is the truth of Yehovah concerning my situation. So when was the last time you asked for wisdom? Well, you know, Father, I'm just reading the Bible. I think I'll just ask for wisdom. Okay. So what are you asking for wisdom for? Uh, you know, take a moment, and I believe this is the word of Yehovah right here, right now. What do you need wisdom for? And just think about that right now, what you need wisdom for. And say, Father, is there something that, uh, an area in my life I'm lacking 
Lord, I need your truth to be revealed. I need the light of your spotlight from heaven to shine on my life. You might be in a situation where you just keep facing uh, lack and challenges and you're saying, Father, what's the wisdom for the breakthrough? What do I need to do? What's the adjustment you are calling me to make? What's the alignment? Divine appointments, holy assignments. Father, put us in the right place at the right time for us to be in uh, fellowship with the right people, walking with the right people. How many times have we heard during a broadcast or a time of a live feed where someone said, you know, I just caught your broadcast and at the moment I caught it, it was the exact word I needed to hear. It was a word that brought life changing. It, it was life changing to me. It brought transformation. It brought healing to me. It gave me the wisdom of the spirit. It enabled me to move forward. It gave me hope. Hallelujah. And that's what we want to see, hope for our future. We want to know what is the hope that we stand upon. So if you lack wisdom, what have you got to do? Ask and it will be given you without uh, generously, without finding fault. And it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from Yehovah. He is double-minded, unstable in all he does. You might be listening right now and you might be thinking, you know what? I've made such foolish decisions. I'm not acting properly. The words of my mouth are not correct. My relationships are foolish. They're not correct. I need to make adjustments. I, I recognize the instability in my life. And when we talk about instability, we're talking supernaturally and spiritually right now. Who are you in the spirit? Are you stably minded in the spirit? Because I've been to many places, and let me tell you something, they're all Plucking around like a, a, bun, a bunch of, uh, <laughs> clucking around like a bunch of uh, uh, funky chickens and acting like they're plastered in the spirit and there's no stability in any of them. And they think, oh, wow, you know, we're just getting plastered in the spirit. This is great. This is awesome. Oh, isn't God good? Do you know what? We need to be sober minded in the spirit. We need to know what it truly means to stand in the understanding of his word. I see many people, even in the areas of how they operate in ministry, unstable, unstable in the ways that they're doing things. They haven't taken time to understand how the Father operates. And, you know, it's not that, uh, we, you know, we've got to grow through these things because that's what it says, uh, you know, back in verse 3, it, dealing with the trials and the things that we face, we know the testing of our faith is important because it develops perseverance. There's a process that we have to come through. So we don't want to start shooting people down because of the mistakes they are making. And you might be listening or watching right now thinking, man, I, I, I've got so many mistakes. I, I've got so many areas that I need the wisdom of Yahovah. I need correction within my life. Then hear the word of Yahovah. Persevere because Yahovah is not judging you from your position of brokenness. He's saying, listen, if you will get into the place where you consider it pure joy, where you align yourself with me, you make a decision. I am not going to doubt. 
My God is able. He is able to carry me through. If you will get to that place and say, I'm going to listen to the voice of Yahovah, all those other voices, yap, 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 yap. Doesn't matter where they're coming from, from the inside, from the devil, from other people, yap, yap, yap. Shut those voices down in Yeshua's name. Stop walking into uh, the cesspit of uh, uh, relationship cesspit. Get out of that cesspit. Don't spend your time around toxic people. Get around people of faith, people of encouragement, people that will lift you up and encourage you in the spirit. So the man who is double-minded, the man who doubts, oh, I don't believe. Look, you can call out, Father, help my unbelief. Help me in my unbelief. Help me to witness the miraculous, the transforming power of the Spirit. I love what it says in verse 9. The brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position. We've got everything back to front in the world, but the one who is rich should take pride in his low position because he will pass away like wildflower. Why? It's not about riches and wealth in this world. It's about being in that humble place. Father, use me no matter what. Whoever I am, use me. But I'm not going to use my wealth as strength. I'm not going to use my riches as strength to lord over others. But I want to be one that ministers to the brokenhearted. And that's what I love about John chapter 13. Uh, you know, you go read John chapter 13. Yeshua is washing the feet of his disciples. And you've got Peter. He's like, you're not washing my feet. And Yeshua is like, if, if, if you don't let me wash your feet, you are not a part of me. And what was Yeshua demonstrating? That we are called to love one another. We're called to serve one another. If you've not got that right, you have no part of me. So you can't come to Yeshua just to reap all the benefits and the blessings of biblical principles. Oh, I've got biblical principles in my finance. I've got bi biblical principles in how I walk my life. Look, you don't come to the Word for yourself. You come to the Word to be blessed, to be a blessing. Hallelujah. So that's what we want to stand on here today. And, uh, you know, what a great scripture. Let's just continue reading that verse 11. For the sun shines with scorching heat and withers the plant, its blossom falls and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich man will fade away, even while he goes about his business. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial. Here we have it again. Perseverance. Maybe you've got to write that word out. You need to put it on your refrigerator. Perseverance. When you wake up in the morning, write it on your kumkum, your kettle, as we say in Israel. Perseverance. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that Elohim has promised to those who love him. Receive the promise of Yehovah today. Receive his promise. What a blessing to have his promise. Isaiah chapter 11, the spirit of Yehovah will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power. So when you receive the word of Yehovah through the wisdom and through his understanding, what comes next? You know, you get the counsel. This is the word of Yehovah concerning you. 
The greatest word you will ever receive is not a word that you receive from a man. It's what you receive from heaven. And it is time for heaven to speak. It's time for us to receive that word from heaven, that spirit of counselor. You know, the Holy Spirit will come. He will be your counselor. He will remind you of everything I have said. He will show you what is to come. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 26. But when the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, uh, he will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Hallelujah. And right here in Isaiah chapter 11, what does it say? It says, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of Yehovah. I believe that this is a day of supernatural transformation within our hearts today. The Father says, I want to change you from the inside. I want, to, I want to do a work in your life right now that will change not just your next day, your entire future. And maybe you've not been aligned in the power of the Spirit to this level. You know, we talked yesterday about the Spirit, the guaranteed seal, that deposit that we see in Ephesians chapter 2. What is it about that deposit? Ephesians chapter 1, sorry. That deposit guaranteed seal of the Spirit. It's that down payment. But what's the Father saying today? I don't want you just to have like the 10% or the small percentage of the down payment. I am giving you access to the heavenly realm that if you will choose to live life in the Spirit, you can attain even higher levels than the deposit. You can walk in the fullness. You can walk into the presence of Yehovah and commune with Him because the curtain was torn from the top to the bottom. You can enter into His presence. Hallelujah. You can enter into His presence. So if we go to John chapter 6, I hope you've been blessed and encouraged as we are uh, sharing uh, right now because I just really feel that, you know, the Father is speaking to people and, uh, you know, this is a, a word in season. And, you know, as we do this mission week, one thing we're praying for is that people will come together and pray for Bulldoze of Faith, pray for the ministry. As we pray for others, we're asking you this week to pray over the ministry. Father, bring in the provision that we need for Bulldoze of Faith. You know, bring in the provision that we need for studios, bring in the provision that we need to be a mission agency, that we will have resources to do the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. All right. Um, where are we at? Um, let's have a look at where we are. Right, I just want to read from... Um, John chapter 6, and you can go back and read it within context, because obviously it's, it's a hard word dealing um, when Yeshua says, I'm the bread of life. If you can't eat of me, you know, you're not worthy to be part of me. And everyone's like, oh, I'm leaving. I'm getting out of here. I can't accept this teaching. Uh, and Yeshua says, does this offend you? Verse 62 of, of John 6. What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he is, uh, to where he was before, the Spirit gives life. Hear the word of Yehovah. The Spirit gives life. I'm speaking forth the life of the Spirit over you right now. And you need to accept it. You need to receive it and say, yes, this is for me. I speak the life of the Spirit over me today, 
right now. The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. Make this your declaration. Flesh you count for nothing. The word I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Yet there are some who do not believe. The words I am speaking to you are spirit and life. Go back and read that all within its context because Yeshua is speaking a hard word in John chapter 6 to the listener, you know, as he is declaring who he is. Man, they, they're offended. Man, you, you can come and be the Messiah, but you deliver us from these Romans. You get us out of this bondage. But, you know, they didn't understand the two comings of Messiah, that he had to come and pay the price and be the Lamb of Elohim who takes away the sins of the world before he comes back as the lion. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I am blessed through the word and what we are sharing right now. And I hope this word is ministering to you right now. And I just want to encourage you. Share this word with others. And just as we come to the end, you know, we're just about to enter in the Shabbat here in the land of Israel. I want to ask you, uh, well, firstly, I want to say thank you to every person who's watching and listening who uh, gives into the work of this ministry. We appreciate your giving. You'll be receiving uh, uh, confirmation letters from us uh, within the next seven days uh, of your giving through last year. Thank you for giving uh, to our ministry. If you're listening for the first time, you're not uh, a supporter of the ministry and you want to uh, plant seed into the land of Israel and the work that we do here in Israel and in the nations, you can make a donation by going to Bulldoze of faith.com forward slash give. You can also see the giving tab in the, uh, the description. If you're listening on podcast, it'll also be in the description above this uh, broadcast. But more than anything, this is what I come before you to ask. I come before for the body of Messiah to come together for us to pray. Father, bring in the resources. May the vision of Bulldozer Faith, may the work of Bulldozer Faith be even more effective this year than it has ever been in the history of our ministry, that we will minister to more people, that salvation will come to the land of Israel, that salvation will come to your communities, that the things that we do together will enable us all to be faithful witnesses of the Messiah. So let's stand together and pray. Father, will you bring in the finances for Build Those of Faith through this mission week? Will you bring in unusual donations, blessings into the ministry so that we can accomplish the work that is before us? We ask for the wisdom of the Spirit that you will guide us uh, through the, 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 the operations and the events and the things that we do this year, that they will make a difference for your kingdom. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for standing with me, for standing with the ministry, and know that we are here to serve. Just like Yeshua did in John chapter 13, he washed the feet of the disciples and he said, I want to do this as an example. I want you to know how important it is that you wash the feet of others. And at Bulldozer of Faith, our desire is to serve you, to serve others, that we can be there to uh, empower 
others to make a difference and be discipled in the kingdom. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this message during Mission Week. Don't forget, if you're listening on YouTube, to put the thumbs up there, to share this with others on social media as well. Uh, Tell others, maybe you know an organization, you know an assembly that is looking for places to give in the land of Israel, then tell them about Build Those of Faith. Maybe you know individuals that, that, you know, Father's speaking to you, this person needs to be a part of this ministry, then encourage them, get to know Build Those of Faith. I also want to share with you our newsletter feeds. I'm just going to send you a link right now. And this is where if you don't get uh, emails or, or email updates when we go live, click on that link and you can fill in the form there for our newsletters. But also if you scroll down on that page that I just sent you, and it's uh, member.buildthoseoffaith.com forward slash newsletters. If you go on that page on our website, you can scroll down and you can see the previous Uh, magazines that we do each month to encourage you in your faith walk. So you can see uh, our message uh, on uh, uh, that we just launched our new magazine for this month. You can go on and click on that. We're talking about the importance of the light. We're talking about the grace of Yehovah. There's some great testimonies. I love the testimony of Jerry. For those who know Jerry and Jenny and his victory over COVID, we've got his testimony in there in this month's newsletter. And you can take those couple of pages and share that with others as well. What a blessing it is to share uh, the testimonies of the lives that are impacted by a mighty God. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a blessed Shabbat from wherever you are. And I look forward to talking with you tomorrow. Shabbat Shalom.